Over the next several weeks, WDET is focusing on Centerline as part of our Crossing the Line series. The project examines what separates us and unites us as a region here in Metro Detroit. The city of Centerline has ties to the Native American community, both past and present. WDET's Alex McLennan has more. The history of Centerline goes back a long ways. First of all, the, the land we're sitting on was Molten Rock to start with. Or That's Wesley Arnold. He's a local historian. And this became a tectonic plate which floated around the planet Earth. That's a little bit too far back. We'll move forward several thousand years and focus on Centerline's tribal history when the city was little more than an area of dense trees. Types of Indians, one was Hurons, but then the, uh, the Iroquois came in and butchered the Hurons. Now we hear a lot of talk of the Chippewa, land of the Chippewa. And there is a reason why we're using the word Indians instead of Native Americans, but we'll explain that later. I'm a member of the Sault Ste. Marie tribe of Chippewa Indians. That's Sue Franklin, who lives in Centerline. She says the Chippewa and the other tribes of the Anishinaabeg Nation used to live all over Michigan. And it was really the Potawatomi people who lived in this area. They were all in the southern part of Michigan, all the way over to um, almost at the Indiana border. As European settlers began entering the area, things started to get complicated. Settlers told a lot of lies. Wesley Arnold says the British and French armed some of the tribes with guns. And the Indians were killing the American settlers. However, not all of the native people were violent. For example, a group of Christian-practicing Indians at a Moravian missionary in southeastern Ohio. Some Americans found these Moravian Indians harvesting their corn. They weren't attacking anybody. They didn't have any whip, any guns. They had knives to cut the corn. They were gathering the corn that they had planted. Unfortunately, the settlers were used to being attacked and did not know these American Indians were peaceful. And so the settlers killed nearly 100 of them in 1782 in what is known as the Moravian Massacre. We had a language malfunction. We couldn't speak to each other. They, they didn't understand each other, so they just assumed these were the killing Indians, and they weren't. After the massacre, some of the surviving natives relocated to Michigan, forming a new village near present-day Mount Clemens. Those American Indians also forged the Moravian Trail, connecting their new home to the city of Detroit. Over time, it would become one of the three major wagonways running north from Detroit. The French had it labeled Sentry Line on their map, which was converted to English, which became Sentry Line. Arnold says that's where the name Center Line comes from. He says the trail once ran through the city where Sherwood Avenue is today. That brings us back to Sue Franklin, who is executive director of Southeastern Michigan Indians, Inc. Most of the treaties that were written between the federal government and Indian tribes across uh, the United States referred to us as North American Indians. Franklin says that means her legal and political identity is as an American Indian. However, she says not everyone agrees with that term. Some prefer to be called Native Americans. If you ask me what I want to be called, I'm Italia Anishinaabe. You know, that's the, the nation that my tribal nation falls under. And so we use it interchangeably, you know, Native, Indian. And there's some people, like I said, that don't like it. I don't mind it. Southeastern Michigan Indians is a nonprofit center based in Centerline. 
The group provides a variety of services to what Franklin says is a sizable American Indian community. If you take all of the Native people that are here in southeastern Michigan, roughly a seven-county area, it is more highly populated with Native Americans than any one of the tribes. Franklin says that adds up to about 42,000 people in the region. She says her nonprofit also works with tribes on the state level on causes such as commercial tobacco prevention. A lot of people think tobacco is just tobacco. We use traditional tobacco for spiritual purposes, which is acceptable to us. The commercial tobacco is what the tobacco industry pushes. It's so addictive and causes so many health consequences. Franklin says tobacco is part of her people's creation story. They believe tobacco was the first plant put on earth by the creator. That's why it has such powerful effects. However, Franklin says what they call ceremonial tobacco is much different than the form used in cigarettes. So we've worked all over the state on that with smoke-free housing initiatives with the tribes as well as some of the stuff that's on vaping now. While the nonprofit works with Native Americans from all around the region, Franklin says Southeastern Michigan Indians, Inc. has called Centerline home since 1990. This is a wonderful city, and my husband and I also bought a home here about 11 years ago, 8 years ago, and we live here as well, so this is home and home to us. (laughs) I'm Alex McLennan, WDET News.